Welcome to BDO's Legal Tech Talk podcast. We're joined by judges and legal professionals to discuss emerging trends, regulatory updates, and the latest headlines. We'll provide tips to help your law firms and legal departments make the most out of legal tech. Hi, everyone. I'm Jared Crafton, BDO's Forensic Technology Practice Leader. And I'm Daniel Gold, BDO's Managing Director of the Enterprise eDiscovery Managed Services Practice. Let's get started with this episode's exciting topic. All right. Good morning, Phil. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Good. Thank you for joining us in our Legal Week podcast recording suite that we're in here. Yeah. Why don't you start off by telling us uh, who you are, where you work, what you do? I'm Phil Weldon. I'm the Director of eDiscovery and Litigation Support Technology at Kaplan, Hecker & Fink, which is a boutique litigation powerhouse here in New York City. I like how you describe that, a litigation boutique powerhouse. <laughs> I like that. Well, that's good. And how many Legal Week events have you been to over the years? Oh, gosh. Maybe as many as 15. So you just told me without telling me how many years you've been in this business. Have you been in this business for more than 15? Yeah, I've been in this business about 20 years, 21 years. Likewise, and back then, we didn't actually call it e-discovery. Right. It was, I think it was just, we just did discovery. It was just discovery. It was just discovery. Yeah. Interesting conversations that we've been having throughout Legal Week is that people are saying, we just need to actually just call it discovery again. Mm. It's no longer electronic because it, literally everything is electronic. Do you agree? Everything is electronic, paper is going away. I think it's interesting the naming conventions that have been used, you know, because we have lowercase e, capital D, discovery, we have e dash discovery. Yeah, I actually, I'm probably one of the few that doesn't have a, a real strong preference on what they call it because I feel like doing this technology work, I'm constantly learning new acronyms, new names for things, and everyone calls something slightly different. So, it wouldn't really phase me if we just started calling it discovery again, which would be fine. I don't really have a strong, strong stance on that one. Or what we can do is, since everything is electronic, if we're going to use paper, we should just start calling it P discovery. There we go. There we go. There we we'll, go. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll start a trend right here at Legal Week. We're just yeah. going to call everything P discovery. There we go. Now, is this the first Legal Week you've been back since the pandemic? Yes, I actually spoke at Legal Week during the pandemic on a panel. Um, virtual. Yeah, virtually. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that was that was pretty wild. So what is it like for you? So you're the first person I've spoken to that was on a panel virtually, right, during the pandemic. What's it like coming back for you? Is it surreal? Is it different than it's felt? Because you've been to almost as many as I've been to over the years. What is it like for you? It feels very similar to how it was in the past. It seems like this time there's more excitement. You know, usually people are kind of like dreading it. Right. Um, I've always been excited about it in general because I enjoy meeting people and learning new things. And people have actually told me that I have like a fairly intense schedule when I've dragged them along to like all of the meetings that I go to. And they're like, you're not stopping for lunch. And I'm like, well, <laughs> don't have time. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. It seems like there's more general fervor and enthusiasm for it this year. And do you think it's because we're all back together again, so to speak? Like think, no restrictions and... Yeah, yeah. I, th I think it's that. I think, yeah. How many times have you heard generative AI or chat GPT since you've been here? It's definitely the topic of discussion. And I've personally had a lot of fun playing with it. <laughs> but there's interesting 
challenges and issues with it. A colleague of mine was mentioning that it makes up stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're asking it for like quotes and stuff, it will just generate them. And then when you try to go and find where those quotes came from, you can't. And then also when you tell it not to make up fake quotes, it still makes up fake quotes. <laughs> so this, this just goes back to like Judge Peck's like famous statement that like AI is neither artificial or intelligent. You know what I mean? That's I right. I've heard him say that. Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. Where it's like, yeah. it, that's totally accurate. It's really interesting. It's, it's a super cool starting point. I can see the use of it on a ton of different things. Like I would love my own personal GPT bot that I could just point at a data set and then use it to query the data set. You know, I think that would be really cool. My concern is that there's just going to be a lot of fake, bad content, and you're not going to be able to tell the difference with what's real and what's not. It's a whole new world. They they said within five days, there's over millions of users and the quickest adoption over any other yeah. platform technology that's out there. When you were coming here to Legal Week, what were you most excited about learning? That's a, that's a good question. I don't think I had one thing that I was most excited about learning. I want to meet a lot of faces behind, you know, the apps that we're using. I wanted to get a lot of demos from specific companies that I was interested in. Generally, the, the meetings that I take are really helpful because you meet the people behind the tools. Right. And you get to know more about the company and you learn about features that they may not often advertise. And so, like, you get this, like insider knowledge about the application and then the other thing that's that's super fun and what i love about um going to legal technology conferences is the panel discussions you know so you will often hear and you can read between the lines how they are doing stuff in their own practices you know and so like there's a lot of talk about people using active learning for privilege reviews yep you know which seems very risky to me but the amount of people that are talking about how they just like it is their standard course is really fascinating. One of the panels that I sat in on yesterday was hilarious because one of the speakers was mentioning that ephemeral apps are actually perfect for compliance in his corporation. And he was saying because there's no retention, That's everything right. disappears. That's right. It's all gone. The, the is there. That's and right. I'm just like, I've been telling people we have this like challenge with Signal specifically, that app, um, yep. you know, the disappearing messages and also like WhatsApp and Telegram and all that for a while. But like the fact that somebody's just out there saying, oh, it's it's perfect for compliance. You're like scared because you're like, we need the data. You know what I mean? It's relevant and it can it can help you. It's interesting that you say that there are two new cases that recently came out in 21 that we're talking about ephemeral data. So, you know, there are two cases in 2018, everyone was referring to, there's two brand new cases in 21. And what's interesting is that there's still a, a natural presumption that there is some sort of nefarious purpose. Right. And what you're talking about with that panel, what's interesting is, is that it is rebutting this presumption that if you can prove as part of a compliance program that there is a legitimate business purpose and in the normal course of business, mm. we are doing this and it's to save, let's say, data storage costs, yeah. right? And these conversations are no different than if you or I were at a water cooler. Right. That conversation is ephemeral as well. Yeah. So that argument is coming up more and more. So it's interesting if that is going to be more of a de facto argument amongst security compliance professionals to mm-hmm. say, hey, wait a second, I'd much prefer all these conversations on Signal and you know, et cetera. But it's interesting. The middle ground, of course, is there's an app that's out there that has an enterprise ephemeral 
app and it will retain metadata mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even if it won't retain the actual conversations. Have you been hearing about some of that as well? Not that specific one, I don't think. But yeah, that's that's really interesting. And and totally agree with you that a lot of people, the, the default is like, it seems like a sketchy app if it's not saving it. But then there is a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm 100% privacy focused. You know, I don't want other people to have my data. And like Signal specifically and WhatsApp and Telegram are super easy to install and turn on. So it's not like 20 years ago when you had to set up like, PGP and it was like super complicated <laughs> to do your email and make it be like a secret message. Now it's just like go to the app store, download it, install it. And you're done. And you're and you're in the secret world. That's right. Know? So the, the surprising thing, and I, I started doing this several years ago, is when we have new cases come in, I've been asking clients, are you using Signal or other, you know, apps like that? And the surprising answer is everyone is. It's amazing. And this is like not firm specific. So it's not even like just my company. It's not like specific category of clients like finance or something like that. It's like across the board, people that are privacy focused are interested in this. They read about it in the newspaper. Correct. It's easy to use. And I think for e-discovery professionals, it is going to be a challenge. I mean, Signal specifically is, is such a, a challenge because there's only a couple of ways to collect it when it is there. And both of those are problematic. In my, in my view. So you've accumulated all this knowledge coming here. You're learning a lot and you're meeting with the people behind the apps, et cetera. I look at knowledge that you're accumulating. The, this is a gift, mm -hmm. right? Being here is a gift. And mm -hmm. I can tell you that I'm very grateful that we get to be in person like this again, right? Mm -hmm. After all, all these years. And I think that that gift is great when you can unwrap it and give it to other people, mm -hmm. right? So walking out of here, how do you give this gift of knowledge that you've accumulated during this week how do you give it to other people, not just at your firm, mm -hmm. but give it to members of the community? Because you are very active in the legal professionals community. Mm -hmm. How do you end up giving that gift to others? The gift or knowledge that I would share mostly is something that has been more eloquently iterated on by others and ILTA specifically. But just this, the general be kind, you know, that's something that I've recently been strongly advocating for. And I've just seen, you know, my career take off, the connections that I've made, everything becomes easier when you're friendly with people. And I think the challenge in e-discovery and litigation is everyone is so stressed out. You know, there's incredible deadlines and it's very easy to slip into like a negative mindset. And so I've just found, you know, being kind, trying to have an attitude of gratitude, you know, as it were, is really been an incredible game changer for me and so like that's like the takeaway that i would have for people is just you know be kind and you'll be surprised at how how many doors open for you and what you're able to achieve you know with that mindset that's amazing what a great way to close yeah, yeah. thanks so much for stopping by again. yeah thanks for having me this is really cool Thanks for joining us on BDO's Legal Tech Talk podcast. If you're enjoying these podcasts, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe for more episodes. Head over to BDO.com for a list of all our episodes, transcripts, resources cited, and links on how to get in touch with us and continue the conversation. Until next time, this has been another episode of BDO's Legal Tech Talk.